0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW proof. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Blog Talk Radio.
0: Shall I about so regularly? I do So, Rabba, Welcome to Per International Radio. It is Tuesday night. Um, this is our nightly show. We have seven nights a week. Um, I'm your host, Sean Holmberg, along with Christopher Herzog, who will hopefully be joining us later. Um, we both live in Dallas, and there's some pretty bad storms out here. So if at any time the broadcast just cuts off, it means that our electricity went out. But I'm... I'm praying against that and rebuking the enemy for, um, these storms. And anyway, um, so we, um, our call-in number tonight, 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for absolutely anything tonight, please feel free to give us a call and we'll pray for you, um, for you, for your family, for your loved ones, um, it's the main reason we're here is to intercede for the nations To intercede for the cities and the states And um, and for you um, We'll spend some time in worship tonight um, We'll spend some time in the word of God And um, so let's kick this off in prayer um, Father, we come to you in the name of your son Jesus Christ Father knowing that your word is true Father we and all the members of the listening audience Lord Father we stand together in agreement and in unity Father seeking your face As your word declares the disciples on the day of Pentecost Or as they gather together in one place and one accord Father Now for these next two hours Father we come In one place and one accord Father seeking your face Jesus, seeking that we might know you, that we might know that for which you have called us, Father, that we might know your plans and your purposes, Father, that we might know what your heart is for our lives and for this this world, Father. Jesus, we lay aside everything, every, every fear, Lord, every worry. Father, every struggle, we lay aside everything down at your feet. Knowing that you are our provider, that you are our shield, our exceedingly great reward. Father, knowing that your word declares for us to come boldly to the throne of grace in which we are accepted in a time of need. Father, knowing that your word says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and that we are accepted in the love. Not through our own works, Father, or anything that we as men could possibly do, but only through the grace And mercy which you have poured out in our lives, Father And so we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would have your way tonight We give you complete and total control over these next two hours That you would have your way That your will would be done in this broadcast Father, let this broadcast never be about us Or either me, nor Chris, Father Nor anybody else but, let this all be about you, Jesus, that you may be glorified for there is nothing we can we can do without you, and all things are because of you and for you and to you. and so we lift up your name Jesus, and we exalt it, and we declare that you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So be glorified tonight, Father Be glorified in these people's lives Be glorified in their homeless, Father Be glorified in their businesses Sorry <laughs> I had a cat jump on me <laughs> mm-hmm. Father uh, Lord, let your Holy Spirit Fill every member of the audience Listening right now Totally and completely, Father That your presence we would surround them and fill them, Lord. Your word declares that we carry about the fragrance of the Lord Jesus Christ. Fathers, to be glorified in their lives. Let your will be done in their lives, Father. Give them wisdom, Lord. Give them discernment. Give them understanding, Father. Father, as it says in Ephesians, let the eyes of their hearts be flooded with light that they may know what is the hope of your calling father let them know what is the exceeding greatness of your power toward us who believe in you according to the working of your mighty power which you worked in christ jesus when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand far above all principalities and powers Father, when you gave Jesus Christ a name that is above every name, that at that name, that is the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Father, we trust in your word tonight, Lord. Your word says in Hebrews that we who come to you must believe that you are and that you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you, Father. Your word declares in Jeremiah 33.3, you said, call upon me and I will answer you. And show you great and mighty things which you know not of Your word declares that I has not seen nor ear heard Nor has entered even into the heart of man the things Which you have prepared for those that love you And so Father tonight we trust you to lead us Into green pastures to lead us beside the still waters That you would restore us Father Restore our spirits Restore our hearts Lord Father, give us the strength that only comes for you, for your word declares that when we are weak, you are strong. You said that my grace is sufficient, and you said that your strength is made perfect in our weakness, Father. So once again, we cast all our fears upon you, Father. Father, we desire, we hunger and thirst, Father, we desire for your presence, Father we desire your presence in this earth We desire a move of your presence in the earth Holy Spirit we desire to see your hands move in this earth Father that the wind of your spirit would cover this earth Father that you would raise up a standard Father That you would raise up men and women and children of God Father Who will not be afraid of the enemy who will stand with all boldness to proclaim that Jesus Christ is the Lord in this earth And that you would give us, Father, the understanding that we can fully believe What your word declares when it says that Jesus Christ has received all authority in heaven and earth And your word declares that we are ambassadors of the Lord Jesus Christ reconciling the world unto you the so, Father, reveal to us our true identities in you tonight, Lord Father, begin to reveal to us the way that you see us, Lord That we would have an image of our head Not the way the world would see us, Lord But we would have an image of ourselves, Father As your word declares us to be Father, that we would have an image of ourselves As you saw us When we were still yet in our mother's womb As you said to Jeremiah before you were born I knew you Father, and so we ask That we may know you as you have known us Father, that we may be one with you, Lord In unity, Father In unity of mind, in unity of spirit, in unity of heart Father, that we may be like King David Whom you said was a man after your own heart, Father Holy Spirit, we desire your presence We desire that you would show us Jesus That you would reveal Jesus to us, Father Jesus, be glorified tonight Be glorified tonight, Jesus
1: Like the, like the woman. woman with the issue of love we press in, we press in, like the blind. Oh.
0: Welcome back to Prayer International Radio, our calling number tonight, 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything, please give us a call. Um, looks like the rain's back. I'm actually in Dallas, Texas, and so there's quite a bit of storms. Um, my household's already avoided the tornadoes that have passed by. We actually... Um, in the last song, there was actually some tornado sounds outside, but I'm not really worried because I know that we are always guarded by the Lord Jesus and that he is faithful and true. So, that being said, I, we do this broadcast seven nights a week, um, mainly because seven nights a week, seven, or seven days a week, nights, um. There are always people out there who need a touch from the Lord. There's always people out there looking for prayer. And that's the reason we're here. Um, If we could do this broadcast 24 hours a day, we would. Um, And so that being said, um, we usually don't have much of a format, like you know, for this show. And so tonight I was actually going, I'm actually having this debate in my head right now because I was going to start and read some of Romans, but then my wife mentioned because my wife listens to um, um, the Bible on radio every night before she goes to bed, which is usually around like 9.30. Or, um, and she mentioned that you can read the book of James in 20 minutes. And so I think it's only fitting, since she said that, that so we should start there. Because um, James has so much information. I um, mean the Bible says to study to show yourself approved. And you know, something the Lord said to me a very long time ago, and I admit I haven't been the most faithful with what he said, which I am always trying to do, at least in this, is that, you know, the days could come sooner or later in this earth where Bibles may not be allowed. Um, As the world moves closer and closer to darkness, the difference between the the children of darkness and the children of light becomes more and more apparent as far as those who serve the Lord Jesus Christ and those who don't. And, you know, it's like the Bible says that the true light is already already shining. And the times are coming where you can't hide who you are. And if you let your light so shine before men, like Jesus said, that it will be more than apparent whom you serve, um, that being said, he the Father told me a long time ago, he mentioned that, he you know, what happens when you get to the point when there's no more Bibles and that you're not allowed to read it, or you're in a nation where you can't have them. And, you know, it's one of the reasons it's important to take this word and to meditate on it. You know, it says in, um, I believe it was Joshua, it says, this book of the law, or no, it's Deuteronomy, it says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But well, you shall meditate on it day and night, then you will make a very person and have good success. And when it says, This book of the law shall not depart on, from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, you know, David said, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I wouldn't sin against you. And this word we need to take as a scroll and eat this word, to devour this word, to consume it. In a way that these words of the Lord, these, because, you know, the Bible is living, it says the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. And, you know, it says part of the armor of God, it talks about in Ephesians chapter 6, is it says to take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And, you know, we need to take this word and hide it within our hearts and to know this word. So that when the days come when we may not possibly easily have access to a Bible, we'll still know what the Word of God says. Um, so anyway, um, I guess I'll just start, and we'll see what the Holy Spirit um, has to do, and just leave it up to Him. Um, so I'll just start at the beginning with of James. But it he says, um, James, a bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. And so I'm gonna already stop and whenever we read scripture or go through passages we stop a lot to expound on things. But you know it's interesting if you go through the Bible, um most of the apostles would identify themselves and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be, and every time they start a letter they'd always identify themselves. And you know, your identity is very important because The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And the identity and the picture that you have of yourself and what you claim to be has a direct relationship to the way you act and the image that you put out and the character you have and the integrity you have. Um, And so, you know, James said that I'm a bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he didn't just say, I knew them, and he didn't just say, I witnessed the Lord Jesus Christ in his resurrection, uh, or his crucifixion and resurrection. He didn't say, I walked with Jesus um, when he was alive, um, before he was resurrected. He said, I am a servant of the Lord. You know, the one message that Jesus tried to portray one of the biggest ones was that he said, "If any of you want to be first, then you need to become a servant and all." And he said that I have not come to serve, to be served, but to serve others, which is one of the reasons he um, washed the disciples' feet, to let them know that, you know, our job is not to be here just to serve ourselves. It's not so that we can line our pockets with money or anything else. Or to live life of the utmost pleasure and splendor, you know. I mean, the Bible says that He's given us all all things richly to enjoy, and that He's and it talks the Bible continually talks about how God is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our Provider, and you know He'll always provide for you. You know, David said, "I've I I was young and now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken or seed begging for bread." And what that means is, when it all comes down to any of your needs, the Lord is going to provide for. And you never have to worry You know, sometimes you'll have an abundance And sometimes you may have just enough But the Lord will always provide And you get into a place in your relationship with Him Where you leave everything You leave all the identities And all the I'm this or I'm that or I'm that And you just leave it that I am a servant of the living God I am a servant of the living God I am a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ so, um, and that's how he starts. And he says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And I mean and this is Paul saying, starting off the whole thing, saying, You know what? When you have trials, when you're going what you're going to, count it all joy. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews, it says that the Lord Jesus, for the, um, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despised the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of God. And, you know, at the end of any trial, there's always a victory. And at the end of any trial, and like, character can be developed. And character can be developed unless there's something that you're warned against or a battle you're going through that develops character in you. And, you know, like patience, patience, you don't get patience unless you're in a situation that develops patience inside of you. And, you know, he's saying whenever you're going to go through a trial, you know, it just immediately counted as joy that it's a chance and an opportunity that you know that the Lord Jesus Christ can be glorified in your life. And instead of worrying about what could happen or, you know, Jesus said – um, He said, don't worry about tomorrow, for today has its own worries. He said, why do you worry about, I mean, what you're going to wear or what you're going to eat? Um, And he talked about how, are we more valuable than the birds of the field, which the Lord clothes? And, you know, Jesus said, all the needs that we have, the Father already knows. And so he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. And when you get to the place that you're completely trusting him for everything, then whatever comes up, you don't worry about. There's no fear. The Bible says there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear. And, you know, we, it says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And he has given us great and precious promises um, that we need to fully comprehend. And it says, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You know, when we come to the Lord Jesus and we and we pray, and here on this show, we definitely believe in prayer because we've seen miracles in this show. We've seen people healed and um, delivered, and we've seen relationships restored. And even in mine and Chris's own life, we've seen the power of prayer over and over and over again. And the thing about prayer is, you have to believe that. In, number one, you have to believe in the words um, that you're declaring. You know, when you're asking a Father something, you can't just go to Him. Being completely convinced that he's never going to do it Because then you're pretty much just wasting your prayers I mean, unless you're just trusting him You know, there was the one man who came to Jesus And he asked the Lord Jesus to heal someone And he said, if you, and, he, and Jesus said, if you believe And he said, "He, he said, I believe, help my unbelief And he laid his belief and his faith at the feet of the Lord Jesus And said, you know, I'm I'm believing, but help me And that's one thing, but when you come to him and say, you know, Father, I want you to heal me of this or to heal my friend of this, but you have absolutely no possible belief that it could ever happen, then you need to change your perspective. You need to stop, and before you go to him, you need to go to the Word of God and start reading what the Word of God actually declares about the situation you're in. And see what the character of Jesus is, because you know the Bible says that He is the same yesterday and today and forever, and it says that He changes not. The same Jesus that healed people two thousand years ago is the same Jesus that heals people today. It's the same Word, and He said, when, even when He was being when He was descending to the Father, He said, "Go into all the nations and preach the gospel." He said, "Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover." Well. You know, he didn't say lay hands on the sick and we'll talk about it, and we'll talk about it or hope or wish or like dream about something happening. No, he said, just go, take a step of faith, believe the word, and watch the miracles happen. And you know, so when we come to the Father in faith, we need to believe in what His Word said, and we need to believe that He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think, and we need to believe that that which He has promised, He is able to fulfill. You know, um, Abraham, when he had to offer Isaac on the altar, he, uh, up until that point, there had yet been anybody in the in the Bible who had been risen, had been raised from the dead, and it wasn't until much later um, that prophets would raise people from the dead by praying to the Father. But Abraham is here, knowing that the Father gave him a promise that father, over and over again. God gave Abraham a promise That God said I'm going to bless you That through your seed Through your heir, your The nations of the earth would be blessed And here's his son This is the Epitome of the promise of God This is his proof of the promise of God And And then the, and God says that now I want you to sacrifice Abraham I mean not Abraham But you need to sacrifice Isaac And here's the thing okay Sometimes we get a word from the Lord Some of us get multiple words from the Lord But in your life you have this vision, you have this dream You have this idea of what it is that the Lord has called you for What it is you feel that the Lord Jesus wants to do And you know sometimes that is the very thing That whole dream, that whole purpose, that whole ambition All of that, that's what you need to lift up to the Lord And give it back to Him as a sacrifice and you know, when Abraham put Isaac on the altar, he had believed that the same God who declared that through him, all, through his son, all the nations of the earth would be blessed. He had he, Abraham had to believe that the Father could still perform His word, even if he was to sacrifice his son. Even if that meant that God had to raise Isaac back up, had to raise Isaac from the dead after he did it. And it says he was justified by his faith. And we, too, we take the things that God has given us, we take the word, we take the promises, and we take those things and we give them to the Father, and we say, Have you, let your will be done in my life, any way you want to do it. It's yours. My life is yours, whatever you want to do with it. And then you let him shape you, you let him mold you, and you trust that no matter what happens from, a, from the day-to-day life, whether one day is great and another day, the next day is horrible, that in the end, he is able to accomplish that which he promised in your life. And that he knows what he's doing. He said, You know, your ways are my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And my ways are higher than your ways. You know, he's God. We're not. And it is possible that he more than possible that he actually knows things that we don't know. Not only about our own personal lives, but how our lives Affect the people around us About the cities and the, and the states And the nations that we actually live in And the father sees the overall purpose He said to Jeremiah Before you were born Before I formed you in the womb I knew you Before you were born I sanctified you And I ordained you a prophet to the nations Before God had even placed his hand Inside of Jeremiah's mother And, and created the life The physical life God had already spoken the spiritual life And God had already spoken out The purpose over Jeremiah And declared this is Jeremiah This is who Jeremiah is And then Jeremiah was formed You know just as in the beginning It says God spoke And God said let there be light And after God spoke The word and declared That there was light Then there was light And the physical happened after the spiritual And in the same way in our own life After after God speaks into our life Then the physical actually takes form He speaks his promises And then we watch in the physical As those promises are manifested in our lives Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458, and we will be right back.
1: the throne. <laughs> of naught it up
0: Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. So, I was going to read a lot more of the Book of James tonight, but it went a lot quicker than I thought. Um, well, at least the first hour did. And um, just got a with Chris, who's actually going to be joining us in just a minute. So, um, I will have to finish James, or finish, or start, keep going with James. Either way, you want to look at it tomorrow. Um, so let's get into some prayer real fast, um, before the second hour of the broadcast starts Um, and, um, so we have Kiona in the chat room right now Which is, um, blogtalkradio.com forward slash prayer international And we have a chat room open and her and her husband, um, Eddie need prayer, um, for their marriage, um, and, you know, there's no shame men ever coming. You know, the Bible says that Jesus said, if any if any two of you gather my name, I am there in the midst. And like I said earlier, the Bible declares, to come boldly to the throne of grace in which we're accepted in a time of need. And, you know, we all have struggles. We all have issues. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with coming to other men and women of God and having someone stand in agreement with you. On behalf of the Word of God That is what we're supposed to be With one accord, with one mind On the Word of God Believing the Word of God And, you know, the Bible says Iron sharpens iron um, Which pretty much means that You get around someone with the same faith It's just like-minded in the same way, faith And the same belief And that it actually increases your belief And increases your faith <laughs> um, And increases your expectations And so, Father, Lord, we thank you, God, that you are faithful. Father, that you are faithful and true, Jesus, to perform your words in our lives, Lord. So, Father, we stand tonight in agreement, Lord, for Keona and Eddie's relationship, Father, that they would be... United, Father That they would be rooted and grounded in love They would be rooted and grounded in your truth, Father That you would give them discernment Father, that you would give them revelation Into your purpose for their marriage, Lord Father, that right now You would rebuke the enemy That would be attacking their life, Father That would be attacking their marriage That would be attacking their children, Father Lord, that right now, Father That you would cause a blessing to be poured out upon their household, Father That your anointing would cover that household, Father And bring peace, Father The peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord Father, I thank you for Eddie's salvation, Lord Even though he has not come to you Father, we know and believe, Lord, that you are working on his heart, Father. For the word declares that the goodness of God leads men into repentance, Father. Lord, and you said there is rejoicing in heaven when one sinner comes to salvation, Father. So, Lord, we come to you interceding on behalf of Eddie, Father. And declaring that Your Word said that we and our households shall be saved, Father, Lord. And we thank You for the faithfulness of Keona to keep serving You, Lord, Father. Even through trials and tribulations, Father, You are strengthening our Father. Your Word, like Your Word, declares that Your grace is sufficient and that Your strength is made perfect in our weakness, Father. And so, Lord, we are trusting You for their relationship, Father. We're trusting You for their finances, Lord, Father. That in Your name, Father. That you would bless them, that you would be glorified into their into their relationships, Lord. And so, Father, we give you all the glory and honor, Father, for the miracles that you're performing in their lives, Father. <coughs> Father, thank you for restoring their marriage, Father, to the fullness, Lord. Lord, that the glory that will be apparent on their relationship will far out Far outweigh and far Exceed the previous glory In their relationship Lord Father that they would be strengthened With might in their inner man Father That your whole, the name of your son Father Through your Holy Spirit would dwell in their hearts through faith Father That they would be rooted and grounded in love Father so We give them to you tonight Lord And place our Expectation and our hope in you alone Thank you, Father And So um, Once again, our call-in number tonight Is 619-638-8458 If you need prayer for anything Please give us a call Um, We're more than happy to pray for you Um, So um, Actually, Father Lord, we know that Your word declares This is where can we go from your spirit and where can we flee from your presence, Lord? Knowing and being fully convinced, Lord, that your presence covers this entire earth, Lord. Father, knowing and being fully persuaded that all dominion in heaven and earth has been given to your Son, Jesus Christ, who is exalted, Above all heaven and earth Lord And given the name that is above every name Father so in the name of your son Jesus Christ Lord We declare an end to all the tornadoes Activity going on right now Father Lord that you would shield your people Father That you would place a hedge of protection around them Rebuke you tornadoes in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth And command that you cease right now In the name of Jesus, we take authority and command you to go. In the name of Jesus. Father, right now, Lord, we ask, Father, out of the abundance of your grace and mercy, Lord, that you would send provisions to those places that have been affected recently by tornadoes, Father, and earthquakes, Lord. Father, that you would bless your people, Father. Lord, that manna would pour once again, Father. Lord, in any way that you see fit, Lord, let your will be done, Father. That your word declares that all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to your purpose, Father. So even these things, Father, we know that will work together for good, Lord, that you may be glorified through them and be glorified in our lives, Father. Lord, and so I ask, Holy Spirit, since you are the Rock, Haqqadosh, the comforter, that you would comfort the hearts of all those who have been affected by the storms and the violent weather, Lord. Father, that you would give them strength. Father, give them the joy, inexpressible and full of glory, Lord, in your presence, Father. Father, right now, if anybody in the listening audience, Lord, is suffering and needs prayer for anything, Father, Father right now In the name of Jesus Father right now In the name of Jesus Father we ask Complete and total healing In the name of Jesus Complete and total healing In the name of Jesus Complete and total healing In the name of Jesus Right now If you're afflicted by something and you're unable to stand or paralyzed or unable to walk. I want you to stand up right now and have faith and trust him at his word that by his stripes we are healed. Father, we ask that these legs be completely restored. That every muscle, every tendon, every bone be completely restored and completely renewed, Father. Father. That those bones will line up Right now in the name of Jesus Christ We command those Muscles To connect in the name of Jesus And to be strengthened right now in the name of Jesus Father be glorified Thank you for your blood Jesus thank you for your blood Thank you for your blood Jesus So Um, If you need prayer for anything whatsoever Actually um, We have one more prayer request Patriot Greg who's in our chat room Said that he needs prayer for forgiveness Um, So Father Lord according to your word Father Your word declares that you give us The desires of our hearts Lord Father, so we lift him up, Greg, right now, Father Lord, declaring that your word is true, Father So, Father, we pray Lord, that you would transform him According to your word that says We are transformed from glory to glory Into the image of the Lord Jesus, Father And so we speak the anointing of the Holy Spirit on Greg right now, Father Lord, that you would take the heart of stone out And give him a heart of flesh, Father That you would transform his heart, Father, Lord And that his heart would burn with his desire for you, Father That you would give him your mind, Father You would give him your thoughts, Father You would give him You would let him think as you think, Father Let him see the world as you see it Let him see your children, Father The way that you see it Father, let him feel with the compassion Of Jesus Lord Father that you would give him The character and the integrity of Jesus Father in this earth Lord And declare Father In this earth Lord that he is the Anointed son of God Father he is a child of God Father your word declares what manner Of the love the father has bestowed on us That we should be called children of God Father that we are sons and daughters Of the most high adopted into the family Of the most high God Father so we thank you for the anointing Of your Holy Spirit upon Greg right now Father Lord that you Are creating a new Heart in him Father you are Creating a new heart and a new spirit Within him Father Lord that all Things have passed away behold all things Have come new Father Lord your word declares That it is through your Anointing Father It's so, the Holy Spirit we thank you In the name of Jesus hallelujah Jesus, thank you Father, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. so we're gonna take one more break. um my best friend outside my wife, Chris Herzog, is with us, and after the break, he'll be back with us if you need prayer for anything, once again, our call on number six one nine 638-8458 If you can't make it to a phone um, Please email us At prayerinternational@gmail.com, At gmail.com. And we will be back in just a Minute
1: and how good he is, where you're at, just put it up.
2: Praise God, this is Prayer International Radio And my name is Chris Herzog. Just picking up the second half of the broadcast And just thankful for Sean homebug. And from what I hear, we have some callers call in And uh, we've got some people that are not in Cube But just listening into the show tonight I also have a few that are in um, The chat room, praise the Lord So, hallelujah, we uh, had a few prayer requests come in, so we just want to lift up and just pray tonight. Um, Right now, we just want to cover those of you that are going through uh, marriage situations. We just want to lift that up. Praise God. And Father, right now we just pray for those that are married, Father, those that are going through uh, trials and struggles in their marriage. Father, those that are going through, Lord God, attacks the enemy and just going through discouragement or just not really having clarity, um, Father, right now we just pray, Father, your purposes and your plans, Father, come to pass. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just pray, Father, that your purposes and your plans come to pass, Lord God. We pray your kingdom come and your will be done in every marriage, Father, that you would raise up. Every husband to love his wife Like Christ loves the church And that you would raise up every wife To submit to her husband In the fear of the Lord And Father we just pray Lord God That you bring a unity and a peace And a strength over every marriage right now Father And we just thank you Father God That you're moving in mighty ways Lord God strengthening the families And right now Father We just cover the marriages And the families that are represented in the United States here, Father God, and we just declare, Father, that what you put together, let no man put asunder, and Father, we declare that two should walk together and be agreed, and Father, we just pray for a unity and a strength now, and we thank you, Father, for what you're doing. Now, Father, right now, we just pray, Lord God, for those that are believing you for their uh, children. Maybe they've got a son or a daughter that's away from you or just looking for your direction. And so, Father, we just cover right now everybody. And if you're believing for a son or a daughter, maybe even a, a nephew or niece or somebody that's in your family that you're a, a mother or father to, maybe you're a spiritual mother or father to them or just a role model to them. And you're believing for the will of God or the kingdom to come into their lives or maybe they're backslidden and far away from God, and you're believing for God to bring them back on track, we want you to just begin to call out that person's name and stand in the gap right now. And we want to lift up a prayer of covering, okay, over your family, over your children, whether they be your natural children or your stepchildren or your God children or your spiritual children. We want to cover them right now. So father right now we just lift up every person that's standing in the gap every spiritual mother, every spiritual father, every natural mother and every natural father, those that are standing in the gap as a mentor or a leader or a teacher or just a covering for some young man or some young woman, father, we just pray right now for for that leadership, abilities and to rise up in every mother and every father right now in Jesus name and every spiritual mother and every spiritual father for that leadership ability, that nurturing, to rise up in them right now, Father. And, Lord, we pray for those that are fatherless, those that are mentorless, those that have no person to lead them in the ways of the Lord, those that are far away from you, Father, and that don't know you. Lord, you said you'd be a father to the fatherless, that you begin to turn the hearts of the fathers back to their children, the hearts of families back to their children and the children back to their families. Father, right now we just pray, Father, for unity in the family unit. We pray for a mentorship and a leadership and and just a guidance, a spirit of guidance to come over the, the men of our nation, the women of our nation, that they would begin to lead and feed and teach and direct young men and women in the ways they should go. Father, we thank you, Father, that you're bringing that mentorship and that nurturing in every family, in every church, in every natural and spiritual household. Jesus' name, praise you, Jesus. We just give you praise, Lord, and we thank you, Father, for what you're doing. Right now, Father, we just thank you, Lord, Father, for every minister, every ministry that's represented in the chat room, in the prayer room, that's listening tonight, or maybe they're standing in the gap for somebody that has a ministry or a church, or maybe you're standing in the gap for a minister and somebody's weighing on your heart lately. We just want to cover the body of Christ right now. We just want to cover those of you that are in leadership, that are sowing your lives for the gospel's sake. Those of you that are laying down your lives, those of you that are declaring the word of truth with boldness, those of you that are sacrificing. And we just want to pray right now in Jesus' name. Father, for every minister, for every ministry, for those that are laying down their lives as teachers and pastors and ministers, evangelists, apostles, prophets, Sunday school teachers, intercessors, those that are actually laying down their lives in the area of education or those that are social workers. Father, those that are uh, daycare workers Lord, those that are working with children, those that are working in nurseries, those that are working in our school systems. Father, we just pray, Lord God, that you would move in their hearts. Move in their hearts, Lord. Move in their hearts, Lord, and raise up leaders. Raise up mentors. Raise up the body of Christ. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you're raising up sons and daughters to prophesy the word of the Lord. You're raising up sons and daughters to take your gospel to the nations. You said your spirit would pour out on all flesh and sons and daughters would prophesy and that handmaidens would be filled with the spirit of the Lord, that men and, and old men and young men alike would dream dreams and have visions. And, Father, we just declare, Lord, that your words are coming to pass. Your will is coming to pass for every family, for every young man and young woman, for every teacher, leader, mentor. For every mother, Father, or spiritual mother and Father, we thank you, Father, for your will being done in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord. Bless the ministries. Bless the churches. Bless those that are five-fold ministers and even those that are juggling work and ministry. Father, we just pray, Father, that your provision would be seen in their lives that you would move in a mighty way to take care of your people, Father. Your word says you've never seen your righteous forsaken. You've never seen their seed begging for bread. So, Father, right now, Lord, we just ask that you would move in a mighty way Tonight, Father, touch your people Touch their hearts, touch their bodies Father, we just Declare you're a healing Jesus, you're a Healer, you're a healer And you're the same yesterday Today and forever, Father, we declare Lord God, you are mighty The Lord, your God is mighty in the midst Of you, if you're a Christian Tonight, your God is mighty in your- If you're a Christian tonight, your God is mighty in your midst. The Bible says the Lord rejoices over you with singing. Do you know that God probably sings over you a lot more than you sing for him? Oh, yeah. but is F&I. I'll tell you all about it. The Lord, your God is mighty in the midst of you, and he rejoices over you with singing. Something to think about God is mighty in your midst So Father I just pray Lord God That you would become mighty In the midst of your people That you would fight their battle, Lord you would be Jehovah Jehovah Nisi the banner That that they would raise the banner high And and before they go out Before any battle that they face Before any giant they face They would know that you are before them They would know that you're moving in their midst. They would know that you're touching, that you're healing, you're delivering, you're moving and pushing back the darkness, pushing back their enemies, that That you are for them, that you're raising up a standard against the enemy when he's coming in like a flood, that you, Lord God, are raising up a bigger flood, the flood of your spirit, the flood of your word, the flood of your truth. As you open up the floodgates of heaven, Father God, in your presence and your glory, fill the earth and fill your people, Lord. We just declare, touch your people, Lord. Beat away the wolves, good shepherd. Tear down our enemies, Father, as we forgive them and as we bless them, Lord. You said, Father, that you would fight our battles, Lord, and that you would not let our enemies overtake us. So We thank you, Father. But Lord, we are victorious because you are victorious in us, Lord. You strengthen us in our weakness, Father. You cause us, Father, to go forward in victory and triumph. You cause us to triumph. When you lead us into battle, you cause us to triumph, Lord. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, and we declare you're a good God. We declare your praise tonight. We declare your praise tonight, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, praise God. Hey, we're going to go into a time of worship briefly, and we're going to get into the words. My name is Chris Herzog. This is Prayer International Radio. And if you need to call in, we're at 619-638-8458. And if you need to email us, we're at prayerinternational@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And you can always check out our website, www.prayerinternational.org. And we're going to have some of that information up in the chat room. You can always check out our daily devotionals and blogs and that sort of thing. And we're going to be adding to our media and trying to improve some of that um, in the weeks to come. So praise the Lord. So we're going to go into a time of worship. And just let that just tune your heart. Hi, praise God we're back, and this is Chris Herzog, and I'm hosting the last portion of Prayer International Radio, this is Face to Face with God, and I know we had some prayer requests come in, and we try to do our best to pray for those of you that, that have need, of course we try to be discreet about that, it's a lot of times we'll just put up some general prayers unless you request differently. Um, and you know, if you ask for prayer, be specific because we believe that God is specific and He says, Asking you shall receive, seeking you shall find, knock, and the door will be open. Jesus said you can have whatever you say. And so I really think he was talking specifically. We need to really be careful what we speak, what we desire, what we hope for, what we um, you know, draw to our lives by the fruit of our lips. Praise God So let's go ahead and get into the teaching portion I'm going to just go ahead and put on on speakerphone here And we are going to get into Proverbs 24 Proverbs 24 And so last night we did Psalm 23 we're going to do Proverbs 24. You know, the Bible says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And you know, one thing I know, the more wisdom you have, the less uh, miracles you're going to have to pray for. The more wisdom you have, the less you're going to have to pray and get God to bail you out of your situations many times. And so if we begin to obey the word of truth and we do what's written according to the, the book of the law, the Bible says we'll have good success. And it's not that it's a legalism to us, but this is God's instructions. He said there's a blessing tied to obedience. You see, if God didn't have a reward system in heaven, why would he have scriptures that say things like, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Or, he that comes to God must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Or how about seek first the kingdom, and all these other things will be added unto you. You see, there's a reward system in heaven. There's a reaping Whenever there's a sowing, there's a reaping. If you sow, you're going to reap. You're going to be rewarded according to what you sow. Yes, there's grace and mercy. Yes, if God gave everybody what they deserve, we would all be in a mess. So thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the mercy of God. Thank God for the sovereignty of God. But so with that being said, we need the wisdom of God. We need to obey the word of truth. And so, Proverbs 24, and it will be the book after Psalms, Old Testament, about the middle of your Bible. Uh, praise God. It says, Be not thou envious against evil men, neither desire to be with them. See, we're not supposed to even envy the wicked. We're not even supposed to want to be with wicked people or envy or desire what they have or to be like them or to do what they do.
0: It just says,
2: Don't desire to be like them or be with them. Verse 2, For their heart study destruction, and their lips taught the mischief. Do you know there's people out there that actually plot and scheme to do evil? God says, don't envy to be like those kind of people. Verse three. Through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. Do you know how your house is going to be built? Do you know how your spiritual house? How your natural house, how your church house, how your business—you know how it's going to be built through wisdom. Do you know how you establish something and make it steadfast? Establish it. means it—it's it strengthened. It. You got the foundations; it's, it's firm. It's not very movable. It's established. That comes by understanding. You see, I I explained the other night, wisdom is applying the knowledge of God, applying the word of God to your situation. It's taking God's solutions, scriptural solutions to your life's problems. That's wisdom. And understanding is having the Lord's perspective on a situation. To have real spiritual understanding is to be enlightened or to have truth revealed. And revelation only comes by the Spirit. It comes by that's why they call it the Spirit of Wisdom or the Spirit of Revelation. It's the Holy Spirit that imparts wisdom and revelation to it. Verse 4. And by knowledge shall chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Did you know there's a knowledge? There's a there's a heavenly knowledge, there's an intimate knowledge. The Bible says they that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. If you want to be established, if you want to be firm and strengthened, if you want to be filled with all precious and pleasant riches and have abundance in your life, then you're going to need to draw close to the Lord. Fear the Lord. That's the beginning of the First First, off, a wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Listen, any time you're facing a circumstance or situation, any time you're in a trial or a tribulation, any time you're in a time of need, God says, seek counsel. Well, you have the Holy Spirit, the wonderful counselor, to counsel you. You have men and women of God that... Uh, In your life may understand the word of truth Or the word of God Or have had experiences with God That can give you wise counsel So you're going to either learn things from mistakes Or mentors You're either going to be taught Something that's going to keep you From the mess Or you're going to ignore advice And you're going to walk through the mess That's just the way it goes So in a multitude of counselors There's safety Verse 7, wisdom is too high for a fool. He opened not his mouth in the gate. Verse 8, he that devises to do evil shall be called a mischievous person. That speaks for itself. Nine, the thought of foolishness is sin. The thought of foolishness is sin. Think about that. The thought, even the very thought of it. Jesus said don't even lust in your heart because you've already committed adultery. Don't hate your brother because you've already committed murder. Well, here, even in the Old Covenant, and even in the New Covenant, it says, even the thought of of sin, even the thought of evil, the thought of foolishness, the sin. And the scorner is an abomination in this. For if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. See, God wants to strengthen you. He doesn't want your strength to be small. He doesn't want you to faint. You know why? Because He says, look, if If you keep going forward, you're going to reach if you faint not. Praise God. All right, verse 10. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Let's keep going with this. If you forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death and those that are ready to be slain, if you say as behold, we knew it not, does not he that pondereth the heart consider it? And he that keepeth thy soul, does he not know it? And shall not he render to every man according to every work? In other words, you can't say, oh, we didn't know any better if you actually knew better because God weighs the heart. God weighs the The mind and the counsel of the heart. He knows the secret things of the heart. and He knows better. And he's going to render to every man according to his work. Verse 13. My son, eat honey because it's good. The honeycomb is sweet to your taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul. God says knowledge of wisdom is going to be sweet to your soul. When you've found it, there should be a reward. See, there's the reward again. God's a rewarder, and your expectation shall not be cut off. Lay not in wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. spoil not his resting place. See, God's already saying straight up, the psalmist, the proverbist, the wise man, most of these were written by Solomon. But he was declaring, hey, don't mess with the, the righteous. For a just man, Paul, seven times, and rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. See, even a righteous man may fall. Even a righteous woman, righteous man may stumble. But see, you may get knocked down in the fight, but you're not going to get knocked out. You notice, that's why a boxing match has 10 rounds, because see, they may get knocked down in a couple rounds, but until they get knocked out, it's not over. And even though you get knocked down, Unless you get knocked out, it's not over. Rejoice not when your enemy falls. Let not your heart be glad when he stumbles. Let the Lord see it, and it displease him, and he turn away his wrath from him. Fret not thyself because of evil men, neither be thou envious at the wicked. Verse 20, for there shall no reward to the evil man. See, there's reward again. God rewards the wicked. He rewards the just. And the candle of the wicked should be put out. See, if you're wicked, your fire's going to be put out. When you have sin in your life, your fire gets quenched. Trust me, I know. In my life, when sin prevails, my fire gets quenched. That's why it's important to stay hot for God. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you something. The Bible says, Fear the Lord, verse 21, and the king, and meddle not with them that are given to change, for their calamity shall rise suddenly. And who knoweth the ruin of them both? You see, when you meddle around, and when you're trying to bring destruction on the righteous, bring destruction on the just, when you're trying to do wrong to those that have deserve no wrong, then destruction comes on your own head. You reap what you sow. Verse 23, these things also belong to the wise. It is not good to have respect to persons in judgment. So God says, don't have respect to persons. See, you're not the judge. You're not the one that can determine which person is more righteous than another. Even though God says all of our righteousness is filthy rags, there are some people that actually do walk more upright than others, even though they're still not getting into heaven except by the blood of Jesus. See, even integrity is admired by people that don't have it. You know wherever you make mistakes, when you fall short, when you see somebody that excels in the areas that you fall short, it blesses you. Even though you don't achieve some of those things yourself, and you see others achieving them, they will bless you. Because you realize they're more disciplined or they've conquered uh, something. But you should use that as motivation in your life to realize that if, if God can do that for one, he can do it for another. Verse 27. Verse 24. Let's just read 24 and go through 34. All uh, right. 24 through 34. Here we go. Verse 24 through 34. I'm going to kind of go through it because we're short on time. He that saith to the wicked, thou art righteous, him shall the people curse, nations shall abhor him, but... To them that rebuke him shall be delight. See, you're not supposed to praise the wicked. Rebuke the wicked and praise the just. Every man shall kiss his lips and give it the right answer. Prepare your work without and Make fit yourself in the field and then build your house. See, God says, set some things in order first. Get your foundation right and then go build your house because if the foundation's not right, the whole thing's going to fall apart. Verse 28, be not a witness against your neighbor without a cause, and deceive not with your lips. Don't lie on your neighbor. Don't tell lies about people. Don't sit there and blame people or say they did things when they didn't do anything. That's what that's saying right there. Verse 29. Say not I will do to him as he has done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. In other words, don't return evil for evil. That's what that's saying. The New Testament equivalent So that scripture is, don't return evil for evil. Praise God. All right, we're almost done. Verse 30. I went by the field of the slothful. All right, slothful is another word for lazy. Do not be lazy. I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man that void of understanding. See, if you can't have perspective, if you can't get into God's perspective, if you can't allow God to strengthen you and raise you up and make you productive, this is what happens, verse 31. The vineyard was grown over with thorns and nettles and covered the face thereof, and the stone wall was broken down. See, the stone wall in your life, if you don't get disciplined in the things of God, that security, that confidence. The smoothness, the flow, and the rhythm of life get jarred a little bit if you don't stay in the flow of God. So here he's looking at this in verse 32. Says, "I saw and I considered it well, and I looked upon it and received instruction." He said, "Look, I saw what a mess it was, so I decided that it's time to receive wise counsel. It's time to listen to the instruction. Verse 33, you get a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. Social poverty come on one that travails, and they want as an armed man. They say, look, if you're not willing to work, if you're not willing to try, if you're just going to sit around and do a a whole bunch of nothing, then how do you expect riches to come? How do you expect blessing to come? In fact, just the opposite happens. When you are... The Bible says uh, swathful. Verse 34 says poverty will come on you as one that travails and want as an armed man. But see, if you're with a good shepherd following the shepherd, listening to the shepherd's voice, then you shall not want. So, praise God for that. So, that's Proverbs 24. Just a little wisdom. We all need a little wisdom. Praise God. All right. So let's do uh, this. Let's a little song and a little prayer. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a little song and a little prayer. This is Prayer International Radio. Uh, call in 619 638 If you need to, email us at prayerinternational@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's do this. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, let's do this. Amen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: God, well while we're wrapping up the show tonight, this is Prayer International Radio. just want to thank everybody for listening and praying with us and standing the nation. Walking through the Word of God with us. You know, we're just so excited about what God is doing. Tomorrow we'll get back into the Word and we'll pray and we'll just do what the Lord has for us. Until then, you guys have a blessed night. We'll continue to pray for you. Be back again, same time, same place. Tell your friends. And, uh, it's amazing what things happen and how much happens in prayer. When we get together and agree, guess what? God's in our midst. Praise the Lord.
1: With Lucky Land Slot, you can get lucky just about anywhere.